0: The ashes of the furnace are cold, but the magic in the implements you crafted is warm to the touch as you hand the gauntlets of Krom to Yora, as you heft the mantle that you crafted with your own hands. What do you do now?
1: It's getting close to midnight. Yora, uh, I have many other weapons here uh, besides just the gauntlets there. If you'd like to grab something for yourself, feel free. Um, whatever you need or whatever you like.
2: She's gonna quietly go find the heaviest, simplest great axe. Just something for like splitting very large wood or something to that nature, to that effect.
3: I must say, bastard, I am impressed at thy craftsmanship. Well, thank you. I take pride in it. I say as I'm starting to rifle through some of the uh, dead bodies, uh, particularly like the priest to see if any of my stuff was on their person Good or question. anything like that. Yeah. Uh, roll investigation check. Fifteen. Fifteen. I don't think you find any of the materials
0: that have been specifically lifted, like the the magical implements. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do think that as you approach with your sorceress mantle, the sensor in the priest's left hand, well, that was in the left hand, is now on the ruined top floor of your blacksmith, um, uh, vibrates and glows very slightly, very dimly, and dies off as you move farther away. And other than that, I think you find something in the realm of 45 gold. Cool. Cool. cool, cool. And I think furthermore, you find that it was uh, probably taken from the ransacked uh, chests and such that you had where you kept your gold. Yeah. The guards were taken a little bit on the side,
3: not just looking for witchery. Gotcha. Well, I will take back my 45 gold then. And this sensor thing, like, what is sort of the dimensions of that, this magic detector thing? It's like a weird small lantern. It's what you would use
0: uh, to burn incense or something similar. Mm -hmm. You would place an ember
3: and whatever herbs you were going to burn into it. Would I have any sort of awareness of what uh, herbs would be required for that kind of thing? That might be a religion check. Okay. Cause I think I'm definitely interested in us keeping a, keeping that 15 religion. I think you would know that the priests usually use a
0: combination of, uh, belladonna, which is a mildly hallucinogenic poison and, <laughs> uh, rosemary, believe it or not that in some God of the one God of the two nonsense would usually, uh, be what these priests would chant as they swing in the temples. Cool beans. Yeah, I will. I will take that then.
3: I will take the sensor.
0: And as you walk back down onto the main level of the blacksmith, you notice the uh, now completely cool uh, mound in the center of the
3: room, otherwise untouched, despite the just travesty of bodies all around it. The mound where the meteor was. Yes. Now, so there's still dirt there. So I, I would like to check and see if the meteor is still there under that. It is and it begins to give you that awful sort of tinny buzz as your fingers
0: get close to it. Mm. And in fact, the mantle on your shoulders also begins to grow warm and grow cold as it gets close enough to it. Mm. I'd like to wrap it up very thickly and tightly. I think you wrap it in like an oil cloth and and stuff it in a sack, a little more insulated than the last king of Usar, who sits in the corner as Yora tests the new great axe that she has. Not on the King of Usar. <laughs> what do you do? You're, you, you are taking your time, and though there's nobody here, I think you're moving somewhat quietly. Oh, it absolutely. Is, it is like way past curfew hours, so I, I think undue attention would not be great. So I, I think we're pushing twelve thirty one, possibly.
3: Yeah. Just in all of that mess, just quickly and quietly as possible, trying to pack up any of my... Gear that I need for the road since I'm here anyway, just to have it with us. And then uh, all of my plans and stuff were destroyed. I think a good deal of them were. Yeah. Uh, You could roll an investigation check uh, or you could just tell me
0: what it was you might be working on, might have been working on and how much of it survives. Mm. I don't think there's anything concrete. I think it's mostly blueprints. Yeah. Blueprints and conceptual stuff. Less of like,
3: here's a prototype. Precisely. Yeah. I think that he has been working on uh, enchantments for uh, particularly something like his axe and shield because he has always used the same battle axe and the same shield mm-hmm. uh, and like in whatever way trying to instill whatever uh more lethality yeah to those for sure uh, and how to how to encapsulate that sort of the um, the power of his youth, I guess, in a way, yeah. like the enchantments of that, like how how to really enhance his weapons, precisely.
0: Yeah, that, that ease and and fluidity and and, and deftness that was so much more doable in your youth. Yeah, uh, how to how to capture some of that that power, that flame. Yora, what are you doing as as McGowan uh, scrounges? And I think McGowan, you find what you would have if you. Did your D&D character generation. You have your pack. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: I'm going to just be transporting the bodies to the basement. In a pile.
0: Are you going to do anything with those? I had just wanted to gather them together. No burial? No cremation? No rites? What is cremation? To turn to ash. A funereal rite. If you do not, will there be some? Will there be some rites for these? I have no idea I should not like that They are just bodies
1: Yes What are you doing down there?
2: I gathered the bodies
1: Excellent Well uh It's late now so We've got a couple of options we could Well I don't think we should stay here For the rest of the night but we should go Somewhere until morning when we can Hopefully before it's quite dawn, Hop on a ship and get the hell out of here they will be fine. They will be found. They will be put into the ground. Will these? Yes, right? Hey, someone will come looking for them. Good. Do you know of any place in the city that might be safe overnight? We can stop for a little while, have a better refuge before we uh, continue our journey. I am loath to return, but yes.
3: Before we leave, I'll ask my aunt for the uh, the cloaking.
1: Yes. Of whom? Same as before.
3: Ma'at raises
0: that armless hand <laughs> And does not snap like does you not wanted snap. to That's yeah, precisely <laughs> Ma'at raises that armless hand And lowers it
1: Alright Where is it that you Have a place? The disgusting pit rests
0: much as it had this morning There is one difference You
2: did not close the door does it look like there has been heavy foot traffic through the area?
0: Not particularly. I think it's uh, in one of the more decrepit areas. Yeah. And uh, uh, as such, there are, there are certainly no merchants, certainly no shops on this street in this sort of rundown, rotten area. There is the usual uh, assembly of, of taverns and people even now farther down in, in the sort of slums of this muddy docks district. The door has been closed. Hey, was it wasn't no
1: closed when you left. No A yeah, place like this you think it might be just squatters Maybe But I think we can remove whatever is in
0: there If it is a problem You're pretty confident about that yeah I'll Make my way to the door <laughs> <laughs> As you open it Do you remember the first time you walked in I
2: don't think I would have walked in the front door No truly I think it's less memories and more When you like resign To never return to a place And then forced to return to it it's just like that sinking feeling of having had freedom for a day and walking back into a place where you were a slave.
0: I think she just gets really focused. As you push open the door, the first thing you see is candlelight at the end of the hall. And the second thing you see is a small tousled head, two wide scared eyes looking out. And then the young boy is gone And into the hallway comes the boy that you released earlier. Who is the other boy? Gaz. Can we stay the night?
2: I do not see why not. Do you want to stay here? Where else is there to go? You have a point. Would you like to join me? How? For what? For a job. For a future and for freedom. We have bread. Come inside. I'm gonna make my way inside. Alright. Negotiating with kids when you're a nine foot tall killing machine. <laughs> it's like playing
0: bull. <laughs> what should this kid's name be? Aron. A. a Ron, what's up? A, a. Ron. Aron. <laughs> it is dawn, and the docks are already alive with work. Yora the boat is beautiful. Very unlike the boats you've been on before however much of them you had seen. Long, skinny, and barrel-bottomed. Dark-worn, salt-weathered wood. Designs foreign to Baran Ue. It It looks like a predator, lithe and quite unlike the local vehicles. Most boats on the wide, calm Ue River are stately, handsome barges, flat and usually laden with trade goods. This one is different. McGowan... The tall, slender man with an improbably handsome face and piercing eyes stares at you. Though he and his crewmen are laboriously loading this, this ship with barrels, his simple turban shows not even a hint of sweat. For your weight, Father, we could carry much milk, wheat, jewelry for the wives of Legeroux. If it is passage you want, we must have coin.
1: Well, what kind of coin are you talking about? Can you row? Hey? And that one, does she row? You take a look and you tell me. His eyes
0: last just a second too long on Yora. Yora, your eyes keep drifting to the prow and the carved figure leering over the barges next to it like a wolf among sheep. It is a worm, a sinuous, rippling serpent with a woman's smiling face. On the serpent's chest, this rune. Oh, Holy shit. Goodness. Yeah. 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 McGowan, those piercing eyes scan your face, and again they flit to Yora for just a millisecond too long. The disguised Maat he ignores entirely. Before we make any further negotiations, Father, I shall give you a gift and I shall give it to you freely. Hold here. Klaus, take a break. And the crewman walks up into the ship along the long gangway. The the handsome man walks over to the nearby post. Let's place you guys, by the way, here on these docks and yanks a scroll of paper off of it and thrusts it into your hands. McGowan, he hands you your face. A murdering witch, father? I think you are not. Your eyes do not look to be that. A liability, yes. A witch, no. What fee can you offer greater than my head, or the safety of my crew, or my captain? Again, his eyes flip to Yora.
1: I have not much I can give, except for what I carry on my back. Forty-five gold pieces is what's left after what was taken from me. You look at me, you see that I am not a witch. I have what I have to give, and I have not more. Persuasion check.
0: Can I make any check with this rune? I think history or religion would work, because both of them would be things from deep in your past.
2: Well, let's just go with uh, either, because they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, religion. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to go with the bone dice.
3: Dope. 17. Ooh. 17 for the persuasion as well. It stood
0: on a 7 for a hot second, and then rolled over, and I was like, ooh. McGowan, he looks at you and those sharp, almost cold, mean eyes again flit to Yora. again flit to your face and something does soften, crinkling just at the edge of his handsome face and he says get your stuff on board we'll talk to the captain, we'll see what he says and then, if so perhaps tomorrow evening you will be leaving with us. For the moment you're welcome to wait. Yora, I'll give you two meanings of this rune that possibly come to your mind things that come from the deepest dredges of your memory and you tell me how you remember them it's something to do with inheritance or perhaps property why do you remember this rune
3: joseph 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 did you say what was that guy's position on the book
0: he did not say okay cool
2: yep yeah that's a good one I think she recognizes it as the first brand she ever got. And I think
0: it resides on her body. And when you say brand, what do you mean? Um, Not like a cattle, not uh, not like a slave. As she has
2: grown and aged, she has gotten what has appeared at first as brands and then become tattoos on her body in different places. And this would be the first one that she ever received.
0: McGowan, the handsome man, uh, offers you a hand to step onto the gangplank, and he says, I am Atu. I am this vessel's first. My captain should return shortly. He had to take care of, and he is interrupted by a roar of human voices. Thundering down the docks towards you is a stupefying sight. A man, massively shouldered, thickly bearded, and tawny-skinned, easily seven feet tall and roped with scars, tramples through the crowd, carrying a sobbing figure under his arms like a football. Two arms, he
3: roars. A two, two arms, two oars away.
1: <laughs> I love him already.
3: <sighs> I don't know what's happening, but I love it a lot. It's Conan. Conan's just, just
2: coming. Let's go. There he is muscle-bound. Is
0: is he sweaty? Is he glistening in the morning light? He's absolutely glistening. Just just linebackering through crowds of people. He does the thing where he smashes I feel like I'm gonna get along with this person. He smashes through uh, a carpet stand. Not like my cabbages! Not like a guy with a carpet. A carpet stand. Boom. And he smashes through. The cabbages fly everywhere because yes. there was also a cabbage stand. Uh, he he leaps over a crate with this sobbing child in his arms. And in a flash, impossibly quickly, Atu scrambles aboard. The giant hurls the child over the side of the boat to Atu and whirls before you, Yora, standing on the gangplank. He whirls in front of you, smoothly hefting a barrel that had been left by Atu and the cruisemen in one massive arm. Yora, his skin ripples with tattoos, with brands. You make intense, soul-crushing eye contact. And for a frozen instant, he stops. He pulls a fist in front of his chin. He says, Heal, askomani." And then he is aboard and roaring at the crew to throw off the lines. What do you do?
2: I'm gonna put the body on the boat as fast as possible.
0: And from the west they come, thundering hooves and screams of pain from the trampled crowd, plate mail and wicked halberds glinting in the early dawn light. A turbaned witch hunter captain astride a white horse, crossbow raising. Interesting, says Ma'at. Joe's ready to go.
3: Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to the Act 1 finale of Bound. Uh, With this finale in the tank, as well as the finale of Arc 1 of Villagers, we are going to be taking the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some fun talking Shop episodes coming out, and then after that we're going to come back hot and heavy for Act 2 of Bound, and we will also be starting to release episodes of Kanoko Origins, our new Pokemon 5e campaign. We are super excited about all of those and we will keep you updated about what's coming out when as we get closer to the release of those things. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner Dice Envy. Here are some words I would use to describe these dice in no particular order. Style. Power. Mystery. Delicious. Luxurious. Metal. Confetti. Digestible. You can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. If you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at TheQuestCompany. You can also hang out with us in our Discord that we have for both QuestCo and Quest Co. Jr. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. I'd like to thank Joe Lydas for running the game and editing this episode, along with the artist whose music is featured in it. Thank you to Akash Gandhi for the songs Eyes of Glory and Cavalry. Thank you to Blue Dot Sessions for the song Ultima Thule. Thank you to Daniel Birch for the songs Trees in the Wind and Metal Drone. Thank you to Doug Maxwell for the song Tribal War Council. Thank you to Houses of Heaven for the song Escape. Thanks to Kai Engel for the song Disciples of Steel and Waking Stars. Thank you to Kiosk for the song Revenge. Thank you to Sibis for the song Tribal Affair. Ambient sound by TabletopAudio.com. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at the Quest Company. As a point of interest, where are Ron and Gaz? Uh, I think did, they, did they, come with they followed you. Yeah! Yeah, so in the scene, that's why I was oh, curious. not Gaz, just Aaron. Oh, just Aaron. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I don't think you, you convinced all of the legions of, of, of children. children that were in the city. I think you got You're not Ar- full Fagin. Ar- right.
3: <laughs> Listen, I just wanted to see. I just <laughs> want to see how
0: many NPCs I'm going to recruit. Just rope them all in. There are three lines attaching you to the docks. Everybody roll for initiative.
2: A-, a-, a-,
3: a ron Can that be a, a- ron <laughs> Yeah, sure, the little guy. <laughs> a tiny little goblin! That's an 11, initiative. 15. Yora, with all
0: of this coming at you down the dock, with the screams of the trampled people below the hooves, with the, 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 the clinking and clanking of plate mail, and the uh, shouted orders from this giant man, uh, what do you do? What were his orders? to
2: oars to to oars okay Mm -hmm. and he also he called me Askamani yes
3: yes
0: okay cool 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 and Jonah's grinning at me like
3: a (laughs) a shark just wanted to double check I'm very happy it's something from home game
2: folks she's going to go 5 10 15 up the gangplank and toss the king just onto the ship Hell yeah! Yeah, just like chuck him right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna ready a spear and I'm gonna hold an action to attack when something is in range and is threatening. I'm assuming these are threatening. Double down on that. Like if they don't, if they move within 20 feet and are like, hey, we'd like to open uh-huh. negotiations. Like then no, but like, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, next in the order are these witch hunters, and let us find out first. A plate-clad knight on a warhorse, black with white spots, leaps over the divining line on the dock and thunders towards you, trampling forward with just meaning to bear down on you entirely, first provoking your spear attack. Can I aim at the horse? Yes. Cool.
3: Hell yeah.
0: Uh, It's a 20 to hit. Woo, it's going to hit.
3: That does hit horse.
0: Let's hope we can one-shot
2: horse. horse. is 11.
0: (laughs) Uh, 10 damage. I think you thrust it directly into the front left breast of this horse, and it lets out a horrible whinnying scream, and it bears down on you blood (laughs) and sweat, and now horse flex foam (laughs) from the mouth. Make a strength saving throw. Strength
2: save. Uh, but it's also not terrible. 17. Tell me how you are not knocked prone. She throws the spear into the horse, and then when the horse stays on target, as it comes in, she, like, re-catches the spear and uses it as leverage Oh my god! into it to, like, just, like, grit in. And plus, they're coming uphill of up yeah. the gangplank, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. is it, would it be It's downhill? a big, broad gangplank. But up. is it like it would be up to yeah. the ship? The, this, yeah, this cool.
0: keel boat. This, so I have like this Viking long ship. I have up, up leverage. Yeah. on this horse, and it's having to push me uphill. And the the more that you hold it, not only is your strength keeping it from pushing into you, the digging it in further is preventing it from coming up closer. Uh, Meanwhile, this one, unable to get a a direct hit on you, uh, rides up beside and aims that massive, heavy crossbow. This is the captain with a plume in its uh, helmet, and he is not going to fire at you. He is going to fire at the broad-shouldered man covered in tattoos that had thrown the child. Sick? Sick? Sick! And hits him directly in the stomach. Less sick. It's not great. An awful uh, bellow of pain as this, uh, I, I think the, the the giant actually hurls himself in front of the child as this quarrel zinging out. And you can tell from the metallic wine and the queasy feeling it gives you in your bones. This is one of those pieces of ammunition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it hurls, it, it digs deep into the, the, the rippling abs of this giant yeah. uh, and blood begins to pour down. Why am I not wearing my Jock's Machina shirt right now? Oh, my God. As awful as it looks, blasting into his ab, uh, he literally rips the quarrel out and uh, flies into a rage. Let's go. Yes. These two hurl their spears at various crewmen. Assholes. Entire asses. There are something like 10 to 15 uh, oarsmen on this beautiful ship, and these two are going to haul out their spears and aim thunk directly trying to cut into one of the uh, oarsmen. That's a 1 and that's an 8. I can only imagine one of them falls yes. into this boat below yes. off balance. And Is he uh, heavy armor. Uh, no, he's wearing chainmail, which was is heavy. I think he'd
2: be in plate and just like snap through the Bloop. bottom of the boat.
0: <laughs> I think he actually falls into like this. Uh, uh, what's what? What is in this trade barge right here? Manure. Back to the future. Manure. Oh, yeah, he falls manure. into manure. Come on, uh, definitely. Manure. And this one uh, hurls a spear at one of the cruisemen, and all of a sudden, a flashing scimitar slices it out of the air as Atu produces one from his cape before oh, it hits uh, one of the cruisemen. And next in the order. <laughs> is the giant. Oh, the first thing he does is pull a hand axe and hurl it at the horse of the crossbowman. Pings directly off of the the, the chain mailed the sort of plate epaulette that this captain has, and snarling and grunting incoherently, the captain you presume pulls out a plain broadsword and hacks at the rope connecting the ship to the dock. <laughs> and slices it in twain. Let's go! One of the three lines connecting the ship to the dock is cut. Let's go! Uh, next in the order is McGowan.
3: Seeing this captain and what he's all about, McGowan is going to survey the situation. How tall are, like, the sides of the ship? Uh, significantly. significantly. I, I think
0: it is head and shoulders above the sort of pleasure or trade barges where people are, are, are only, like, pull themselves around. This could be in ocean. Uh, so I would say there's about f- five or six feet of clearance from the water. More sometimes if it's not as heavy in the in the in the gunwales. Gotcha. And like
3: f- where I'm standing on the on the deck. Is you you saying. are on the high ground. Yeah. The, no, I'm saying like can I see over uh, the side of the boat? Yes. Okay, that's. There are, was... there are railings. Right. There are railings that provide I need a half box. cover.
1: <laughs> Toss me. Toss me.
3: Um, surveying this situation, McGowan is gonna say. Yora wreak havoc, and he's going to twin haste on Yora and the captain. Oh my God! I keep forgetting about the
0: twin haste. What does this look like? And I know you've done it before, but what does this look like from McGowan? Is there
3: like the, that elemental flavoring to it that you've you've cultivated thus far? Uh, I think that there is sort of a glint of light off of his axe as he like raises it in the air for a moment and then as he yells out to wreak havoc towards her the glint almost like transfers like from the axe down to his body and through the wood grain of the ship and then into their persons hell yeah the captain responds with a gut-curdling roar hell yeah and then and then i think mcgowan is going to make his way over to where that rope is and is it like a use action to try to cut the rope or undo the rope it would be an attack action? action So there's well, no- to, to use to, would be to interact would be to try to untie and stuff. I'll, I'll try to do that. Since I've used my action for my turn, I'll try to use like free action, interact with object thing I think that's, to try to get it think That's going to be an athletics check, I think. Or do you, if, do you have vehicle proficiency at all? Uh, no vehicle proficiency, but I've got athletics. I think it's athletics. Okay. That's gonna be a 22, my guy. My God, fingers like a blur, you deftly unwind it from
0: the cleat and, and, and the, the the railing of this keel boat, and you hurl the the line into the water, and all of a sudden, the boat shifts as it is now floating free except for one line. Yora, you remain on the gangplank. There is one rope connecting the ship to the docks. Let's go. Next in the order is Atu, who I think is going to traverse and attempt to make an attack, hacking uh, at the last remaining line. He raises his scimitar high, ready to slice through the line, and just instantly ducks out of the way as another quarrel from off to the north raises over his head, unable to connect with the line. And next in the order is Yora. (laughs) Hasted. Hasted double barbarians. I would like to rage. Yora flies into a
2: rage. Horse and, and man in front of me is in we are close range. You close are close, quarters. close range. Couldn't cool, be closer. Cool, cool, I'm gonna take an attack of opportunity and move
0: onto the ship. 21 to hit. That hits. 21 to hit as this knight pulls up back on his own spear and tries to drive it down into your flesh, dealing nine points of piercing damage. Five damage? Yeah.
2: I would like to use my action to remove the gangplank.
0: To, to, to push it off from To, the, like, lift it and Oh, drop it. my God. Give me an athletics roll.
2: <laughs> Advantage, because of rage. Good, good, good. <laughs> 26.
0: <laughs> this is a lowered gangplank, much like a bridge or, or something that is lowered into place. It has two horses and two armored men on it. Tell me how you do it.
2: I think the dude, like, nicks her, and she jumps on, like, gets onto the boat and turns, and then just, like, grabs the gangplank and, like, just muscles. Bicep curls. Right? (laughs) And I think the, like, the the, uh, bandages start to, like, tear because of the flexing just, (sighs) like, in it. Right? And as they start to, like, come off, like, fall off, you can see, like... All the rune tattoos that are down her left arm. Yeah. Uh, and as she gets it off and past, like, with, because I'm assuming the boat's going to keep shifting under it, mm-hmm. she's going to throw it downward as hard
0: as she can. I love it. And the gangplank goes tumbling into the slow moving muck of the Uwe River with the two horses and their two riders on it. In plate mail. In plate mail. Fucking die, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> they gasp and, and, and reach and grasp in the muck. The horses squealing and the blood mixing with the mud in the fifth. Next in the order. Nope. Second action. I'm going to cut the last rope.
1: Woo! Give me that hit. (laughs) (laughs) Haste, baby!
0: 22. That is going to hit. I think you just slice it. There's no world in which you don't do enough damage to cut through this line. Great axe. Just As though the first thing wasn't enough. (sighs) And then I'm also raging so I'm probably going to Break the little like railing that <laughs> <Yeah>, oh, <laughs> yeah. it, it completely smashes the keel boat oh, yeah. uh railing. And all of a sudden, the boat is free. And the captain continues to roar, unable to speak, unable to articulate. And Atu says, You heard him! Horse! Full ahead! And we are going to use the full-ahead move in of ships and the sea. Hey-o. Let's
3: go! <laughs> that, and our sarcana we like. I was, yeah, it is true. This is a good one. Also, oars was, now. I'm gonna see if I like, can haze Rage Roar. <laughs> <laughs> just goes in a circle. Go, 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 go. He, he's just gotta be on the other side. Yeah, he just has to be on the other side of me. And it's basically a motorboat, right? Pretty much. It does like.
0: <laughs>
3: I fucking love this.
0: I fucking love this on Arcana. Oh my god.
2: Oh, this good for us. 55
0: feet It gets to move In one action yeah. As this boat As soon as it is freed Careens off Leaving a, a wake of filth And mud and trash Of the Uwe River uh, Newly added by the trash on horseback And you rocket away from the docks Hell yeah as you rocket away to, from the dock, the the captain begins to regain some some composure, some sanity in those eyes, and hoarsely he roars to Or, to Or, Yora, you to Or, to Or, mm-hmm. Magowan, I to Or, you to Or, hither come to Or. <laughs> Let's see if Ma'at can to
3: Or. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> yes, to so, Or, yes, I'm so. Oh my God! I'm so proud of them. Ma'at cannot do or. Oh, damn. <laughs>
0: Ma'at sits down next to you in the guise of this arena master and puts hands on the on the O's. And though they are making the same motions, uh, they are unable to touch or otherwise physically manipulate. Give me an athletics check, both of you. Okay.
2: Question. Yes. Would this be considered strenuous enough activity that like rage would t- persist or like n- not by not. yourself. I just need people whipping me. <laughs> Yeah no.
3: <laughs> yeah no 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 <laughs> nah, no no no. I've hey, often no, thought
2: no. about barbarians like whipping a dagger into their thigh to like. There's argh. a there's a uh, super side note. But there's a homebrew like gauntlet that I saw one time that I thought was a brilliant idea, and it was like uh, as a free action, you can uh, cause one d four one d four harm to, to yourself. yourself. Uh, to maintain to a rage.
0: rage. I think that makes a and lot of sense. I was like,
2: It was like a gauntlet yeah. that yeah. had like a bone on the inside, so you could just like cut yourself on the chest with it. I would say you could just do
0: that with a knife or your own axe. I'm good. I'm just gonna... Go ahead and roll. Athletics check.
1: <laughs>
2: good, 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 good. One good. away from a
0: natural 20. That's a 27. 25. 20. Oh my god, my strong boys. You guys get to add a 4 to this D8
3: roll. Roll a D8, please. An 8. Woo! Oh, my Four. God. Woo! 12. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am, rather. Like, just a, a, a bat out yes, of all. hell. Yes, yes, the two, two all. of you. Just
0: row the maximum amount that you possibly could. <laughs> and I don't know how this works, because rowing isn't just raw physical strength, which you guys have. It's also the coordination, and Atu is roaring out commands. Row. Row, row, as the the captain grabs the sobbing boy and hurls him into the hold
3: below, slamming the door shut and scanning uh, the the horizon. I think that McGowan has like realizing that Yora is still hasted, has tried to get a spot closest to her because he knows that he's just gonna do everything that he Off can the to the just side. try. Yeah, no, sorry, like uh, yeah, across from her in the So side. we'll just do donuts. <laughs> yeah, 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 like across the aisle, just yeah. to be like, just to do try to everything that he can to try and match what she's putting out. That he knows she is doing and you guys rocket
0: forward the the cries of alarm from the dock of the two remaining uh, witch hunters and the, the cries of the drowning mud drowned captain and horseman uh, fuck off battle are of Badging far Corps. in the background until you hear the droning alarm box by the docks and a matching one ahead and a matching one from the two towers that ring the exit of Baran on the river Ue.
3: Yes.
0: You come up to the bend in the river as you are about to make about the halfway mark out of the walls of Ue. You are still within the city. You see temples whizzing by. You see confused people going about their early day uh, uh, businesses. And now you see, aroused by the, the groaning alarm box, guards on either side of the Ue River they heft things in their hands and hurl. Can we just talk about real fast how we're making a viking longship
2: like a fucking rowing team? Yes. Like a fucking college like <laughs> let's do 80. <80." laughs> like
3: <laughs> You and me right now are both versions of army hammer from um, the social network.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Easily. Army hammer and also himself, the guard on the left pulls something
0: fizzing and small from his pack arms it, and hurls it, and it fizzles and dies in the ue's muddy waters. On the right, it makes contact. The small package hits the right side of the Let's boat, go! and everyone in the 10-foot <laughs> radius <laughs> is, is, is splashed as a, uh, this Molotov cocktail covers the right side of the keel boat in flames. <laughs> Woo! I'm going to make some commoners roll uh, some saves. Ma- Molotov
2: cocktail. <laughs> Hi, my name is Berta. I work for the IRA. I've been <laughs> fired to a school once, once with a Molotov cocktail.
3: The character that I've wanted that to play been, for so long. That should have been my
2: Animal Crossing character. Oh, Berta. Yeah, Damn, game, it's fine.
3: It's all right. <laughs> when Chad inevitably dies. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. When he gets sacrificed
2: <laughs> to the normal, neutral deity.
0: <laughs> Three of the 15 crewmen are coded in this awful, boiling, bubbling, flaming tar. And though they try to pat themselves out and scream and hurl themselves to the deck, and even one hurls himself overboard to try to extinguish the fire, the fire burns through. You see meat. And on one of the ones directly hit, you see bone.
1: Oof. Ooh, A fire
0: begins to burn on the right side of the boat. We're keeping initiative. Yora. <laughs> um, man. Yeah, she's gonna keep fucking rowing. The captain, having hurled the boy into the hold of the boat, now you hear beating. The The boy is throwing himself at, at the, the, the inner door of this hold, and the captain pushes, climbing over the, the benches and climbing over his crew, and takes his massive traveling cloak and tries to smother out these fires. Is he still hasted? Actually, yes. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hasted, uh, no longer raging, now cognizant and coherent. Oh, my God. And he removes... First one, and then leaping over the charred and already uh, gurgling bodies of these two crew members that are still in the boat, smothers another one. Nice. And next in the order is McGowan.
3: All right, Um. how far are we, like, you said that there's towers up ahead. What's going on with the towers? Is there, like, a drawbridge or a sort of, like, a shut-off sort of point? And Perception check. So, yeah, great. So that's going to be a 23. As these alarms from behind
0: and now in front And now you hear the alarm boxes cranking up from the towers that barricade the end of the Uwe River. And then as far away as it is, you hear clinking as the boom chain in between (laughs) the river towers begins to wind upwards out of the water with the, the, the slats of wood hanging down from it. Preventing entry and exit, <laughs> <laughs>
3: and it's so it's coming up from the water. It is and not winding to okay. Oh fuck me. Okay, I was hoping that it was going to be coming down into the water, but up from. All right. Uh, in that case, I think that now with Mold Earth, you said that it's a very muddy river. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would like to. Would I theoretically like be able to bring mud up from the water to try to just douse the the flames that are currently not out yet absolutely great um, I think I think this is a spell casting role. I would like to, yeah, sort of make it look like I'm attempting to put my ore in the water and splash water up onto it just to sort of hide the fact that I'm like, hey, you have uh, already visibly hasted people, I'll, I'll say. Oh, they already know. Okay. I wasn't sure how obvious it was to the crew. Uh, if it I was think just there like was a, a visible effect. Then fuck it. Never mind. Then I'll just regular mold earth, try to get mud up on there and go for it. Paint this picture of me and roll a spell casting. All right as though it was a a ranged spell attack. Great. So with a 14, he's just going to attempt to dip his oar into the water and summon up some of the muck and the mud from the bottom of this riverbed and hoist it up onto the deck of this longboat to douse the flames as it just... (laughs) Filth and mud cover the charred flesh of the
0: the crewman that was underneath this burning oil and the, the, the keel, the hull stops burning. And I will continue to row... It is Atu's turn, who, no longer shouting out the rowing orders, sprints down, kicks open the door, pushes past the boy, and is in the hold. You can't quite see what he's doing. You get to keep your plus two. You did something else. Roll a d8 plus two. That's an 8 plus two. Oh, Oh shit.
2: And baby. This is the best I've ever rolled with a d8 in the history of my life.
0: Usually it's like a one. You make it to the foot of the boom chain. It has just barely crept up over the hull of the boat. And Atu bursts out of the hold. With a gun. Wheeling a gun.
1: Yes.
0: A small snub-nosed cannon (laughs) to the center of the boat. He pulls a long taper from his coat and cape lights it on the keel and places it on the fuse and the seawall shatters as the boom chain and the barrier that it presents blasts into smithereens into shards of wood rotting into shards of iron and you are on the ue river heading for the coast It is hours later. The men have been working hard. That burst of adrenaline has made it difficult to keep up a regular travel pace for the rest of the day. But with two more rowers, it is doable. Firstly,
2: have people noticed her tattoos? Because I think it's now that like the rage has subsided and that they have gotten out of danger that she notices that
0: those bandages aren't there anymore. I don't think anybody's looking twice at Yora. I think they are following the orders of Atu and the captain. Just curious. I think the boy bursts out of the hold, uh, a crossbow in his hand, and turns back towards the the fading image of Baran Uwe and screams into the air, firing it in the general direction of the city before (laughs) hurling the crossbow overboard and stalking back down into the hold. It's a fucking
2: waste of a crossbow, but whatever. (laughs) two things that I would like to try and perceive if I can't just see them. Yeah. I want to get eyes on where the body of King, yes, young Minnow. I want to just get eyes, double eyes on him. I think he's been thrown in the hold. Okay, cool. Like a sack of
0: potatoes. Cool, cool, cool. perfect. No problem. Uh, and is A.A. Ron okay? Yeah. Uh, I think he had been literally just cowering by the gunwales cowering in the bilge the entire time cool but he and now he is on the bench next not lit on fire no i think he can't even reach like the the full rotation of the oars but whenever it comes closer he tries to for both of us with his blistered palms
2: he's gonna get stronger
3: um train him up in the way that he should go
0: at some point
2: in this journey i don't i don't think it's now i don't think she's concerned with the like in this moment but I think she wants to ask the captain what he even said, why he called her, what he called her, and what that was. Like, have I ever heard that before? Askamani, out of curiosity.
0: You do not know from whence you are, Ash Man. To your health, Ash Man. That is what I said. I have never heard that. You are Askamani. I can see it in your blood, in your brands. Like mine. And he pats the gunwales like my boat. What does that mean? To be Askamani. To be strong. To be without a home. Briefly. I'm Arn.
2: I am Yora. In the pits where I fought, they called me the daughter of giants.
0: <laughs> Fitting.
2: I suppose, and I'll go back to rowing.